1: Fourth of July weekend, Karen.
2: Yeah, happy Fourth of July weekend, Mark.
1: You found financial food for thought, and my name is Mark donnelly and we got Carrie Waddell. And does it is it Fourth of July in a pandemic? Does it mean anything?
2: I, I yeah, I still think it absolutely means something. It's just definitely not the same. I'm gonna miss my temporary tattoo, which I've gotten for like 20 years. That last two weeks, I was like, this is the first year. All those events were canceled. Well,
1: maybe we can work on that before you leave the studio. <laughs> yeah. thing. Uh, I we, I've got a black magic marker here. Yeah, my you
2: daughter know. offered to draw on me. I said, eh, "No, thank you."
1: Um. Yeah, I, I don't
2: know. Yeah, it, it it won't. And no fire. A lot of fireworks are canceled. And
1: but uh, so have you? Have you met the new uh, AOC? You know, Sandy won her re-election, or you know primary, right? Oh my goodness. But did you, did you meet her new cohort who she got help elected in another district in No, Indiana?
2: but I heard. Oh, scary, did, scary. Well, it's a, he's interesting. Let's see if I can get... Oh, that's a nice word, Mark. <laughs> it's
0: not a children <laughs> and families kidding. who don't work hard. Our children and families work as hard as anyone else. His name is
1: Jamal Poverty Bowman. Poverty
0: is political design. Yeah. And it's rooted in a system that has been fractured and corrupt and rotten from its core from the inception of america especially over the last several decades so poverty and the impact of poverty on our children and dealing with issues of institutional racism and sexism and classism and xenophobia and everything that keeps the majority of us oppressed is what we designed this campaign to fight against. So tonight as we celebrate, we don't just celebrate me as an individual. We celebrate this movement, a movement designed to push back against a system that's literally killing us. It's killing black and brown bodies disproportionately, but it's killing all of us. It's killing us mentally, psychologically, and spiritually. It's forcing us to live in a country and in a world where so many people are hopeless and have lost faith, not just in the political system, but in each other. But our movement is designed to restore that faith, to restore that hope, to bring back the belief in what is possible, to root our values in everything we do, values of humanity, equality, and justice, values that will center us fighting for those who are disenfranchised, for children think, with Carrie? special needs. You know, our
2: seniors... uh, I'd like to see what he, um, I, I don't know. I, so, I have to be careful, Mark.
1: So he's <laughs> he's a middle school principal born right. in New York City. All right. And the interesting thing is, see, he's the new young Democrat. Just like mm-hmm. AOC, who's only 30, well, moments 44. So right. But
2: if she's more like him, who's so out of touch from reality.
1: And and he beat the long incumbent, a guy named Elliot Engel, who's 73 years old, who was, had always had the backing of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer yeah. and Maybe people uh, want Governor England. Cuomo. And, and, and it, it, they just, like, he just, he just discarded him. Right. Carrie, if, if that's Chuck Redig, I'm not here. <laughs> Um, but the, but the, the idea is, um, it, you know, it's this hard left, you know, that, that is getting in these obscure, you know, seats in the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. So he's a part of the squad now. So here's some of the other things. So what is some of his platform? Okay, he says, you know, uh, this is the third times the charm approach to Reconstruction.
2: What does that mean?
1: Well, direct quote, we tried it after the Civil War, but it was stopped by Klansmen when white supremacists really targeting and terrorizing black communities. He goes Hmm. on to say, we tried it again after the Civil Rights Movement, but that was followed by mass incarceration. So in Bauman's vision of a third attempt, Congress wouldn't just study slavery reparations for black Americans, it would actually pay them out. And Congress would also hold a series of hearings specifically on slavery's legacy in the U.S. and everything that has followed it. The militarism of police, the institutional racism that pervades multiple aspects of American society, from housing to education to health care.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm not liking him because, one, no one alive that's an American citizen that I know unless there's was a slave, nor did anybody alive own a slave. And my ancestry wasn't even here when, I mean, when America had slavery, at least some of my ancestry. So I don't know. I still think this country and with July 4th that not that we don't have problems and we need to make progress. I think as a nation we've made better progress than you look historically. And there are amazing opportunities, certainly with COVID and things going on. It's never been as divided, but there are amazing opportunities in this country that I don't – that for anybody, regardless of your background, that I don't think that are available in many countries of the world. So, I mean, even on July 4th – I mean, you think about – one of our clients emailed me and said they – Read the Declaration of Independence for July Fourth. That was their tradition, and I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of." a... And I know I've heard people do that. That's the radio
1: thing, you know. That that's you know some of the uh, the the, uh, yeah they've been talking about. Wouldn't that be a good tradition, right? You know, to do every Fourth of July,
2: right? To remind you the you know life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is for everyone. I mean, I think you know humanity and treating people with respect and kindness. I think is. I don't think anybody disagrees with that.
1: Well, so we'll see. It, it, you know, and so, you know, a few weeks ago on this radio program, it was actually our June 13th show. You can always go back and listen to the podcast Carrie. I know you're going to mention that in a minute. But, you know, I, I brought up the question, is it time to seriously start considering the possibility of a new democratic tax agenda? Uh, yeah. All right. Get us started, Carrie.
2: All right, good morning everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM. Between 9 and 10, we are a financial educational talk radio program here to give you helpful information about issues that could impact your financial life and hopefully make you aware that there are more choices out there and you don't have to be passive and just let things fall where they may. Um, Even if you think you're okay, you know, it's about being proactive to get the best result possible and take more control about how your money is used. And, you know, we talk about redirecting the money that uh, earmarked for the government, which is really tax planning and how do you create the income you need as tax efficiently as possible Uh, if you're working um and that applies whether you're working or already in retirement what steps you should take to protect your long-term financial stability and how to address these financial disruptors and um what we do um Which, by the way, the estate planning team sponsors this program, Financial Food for Thought. And what we do is build custom financial plans so that people know in the long term they can see how their income, their expenses, inflation taxes, how of this all goes together in the future, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the road, because sometimes those things are hard to get your head around. And also you see the impact through planning and modeling. If I make a decision today, what's the long-term effect? And certainly even people who are working or people maybe who are retired, maybe want to spend more or want to help their kids out because maybe their kids lost their job or their kids You know, um, maybe they're, you know, in financial issues due to COVID and and companies downsizing or whatever, or if people are working, maybe they don't want to work anymore, or maybe they're rethinking, maybe they're forced out of work. We talked last week on all the different scenarios. But the financial modeling we do allows us to give people clarity, shows people what steps they should take, how to make things better, and um, through objective and analysis. We are fee-based fiduciary planners registered with the state of Ohio, and we've been around the greater Cleveland area now more than 35 years. We're accredited and A-rated members. Of the Better Business Bureau and Super Service Award winners, multiple years on the Angie's list. Like our plans are customized, so are our fees. We have both hourly and retainer options um, that are customized based on your needs. So if you need a little bit of help or a lot of help, um, and we offer a free consultation, which we're doing consultations by phone or in person. If you'd like to take advantage of that and see how we may be able to help you, and we are not investment advisors, by the way, Um, what we do is very different. So you can call the estate planning team for a free consultation. We will get back to you on Monday morning. Or if you send an email, we will get back to you through the website. Uh, That's 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. That's financial Foodforthought.com. dot com.
1: All right. Listen to Mark Daly and Carrie Waddell. And we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. And as Carrie said, we've been helping clients build custom financial plans for over 35 years. And over those decades, we certainly have gone through a lot of presidential elections. Right. This one may be a little bit different. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I think
2: everything's different right now.
1: Yeah. Is this the most important
2: one? I it think it's so. like one, it seems...
1: every next one is the most important right. one. Right. I don't
2: know. I think this one might be a little bit more mark.
1: Um but so so but we had some good news, right? Mhm. But still kind of mixed signals, right? In the economy. And and one of the things we've been talking about is when you build a financial plan, you can run multiple scenarios that's the beauty of today's financial programs i mean the robots right you don't have to just be running one model in fact we don't recommend you only run one model we for our clients we run multiple models and we recommend that if you're doing this at home the idea of saying okay you have your you know plan a you know which is maybe your your not, let's not call it the best case scenario carrie let's call it the mm-hmm. most you know what you're currently thinking Right, but then just for fun, let's run a less rosy case scenario, okay? And so this year, of course, we 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 sometimes deem that as Plan R, and this year certainly the R stands for the Rona,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay? Because the coronavirus has, has certainly caused a lot of us to rethink our financial plans. Um, and if you haven't done that yet that's what we you know we we you know on this on this radio show mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks, and we'll continue this we've been talking about ways you may want to do that so we had um, so the data we, we, again, we have a lot of mixed signals and saying, okay, are we on the amends in other words, this a v shaped recovery, or is it just a bounce, a dead cat bounce that was just a natural Quick snapback because when we opened up the economy again after right. the shutdown, a lot of those furloughed jobs were restored. It's not necessarily that you know all those new jobs were created. Okay, Carrie, you saw the number for the jobs report, right? Now, it was and, a good and, number. And and and, uh, and and you know, full uh, disclosure here: because of the radio station's holiday season, we are actually taping this show uh, on July second. Okay. So the jobs report came out this morning. But interesting, Thursday, it was, it was weird because it was also the jobless claims. And normally the weekly jobless claims come out on Thursday and the jobs report comes out the first Friday of the month. So uh, on an unusual, I think it had to do with the uh, lunar eclipse we're going to have. on. Oh, uh, yeah. But um, signs in the sky, Carrie. You know, I mean, but, but so it was weird because we got both on the same day. The jobs, the monthly jobs report and the weekly jobless claims. And they're going two different directions, right? Right. I mean, the jobs report came in, you know, 4.8 million you know jobs now the rain no one knew the range was out, was was you know on the low side it was 500,000 some people were projecting 9 million jobs so it, the 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 medium was about 3 million so it still came in a lot higher than the medium at 4.8 right. million um, as well as there was 190,000 non-farm payroll pickup from the previous month you know revision so that looked great, right? The largest one month gain ever. You know, Trump comes out and has a impromptu press conference to, you know, to uh, do a victory lap about the jobs mm-hmm. report. Um but yet weekly jobless claims came in worse than expectations, right? You know, right. The, the 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 uh they were uh the, the professionals, uh, you know, think tanks were thinking about 1.38 million, the actual weekly jobless claims came in at 1.43. So, you know, you, you say, "Well, what is going on?" or, you know, and And I think nobody knows. Right. Um, You know, we also, uh, you know, had some uh, some fed speak this week, too. Um, And, you know, and and it's not only um, what, you know, President Trump is saying and maybe the White House. You know, it's also what are some of the other. Remember, Carrie, I talked about who, you know, the the four or five voices that you need to listen to. Mm -hmm. Right. One is President Trump. Right. One is Nancy Pelosi. hmm. One is Mitch McConnell. Mitch. One is uh, Jerome Powell. Powell, Fed Chairman. And the other one is uh, Treasury Secretary Stephen Munichin. Right?
2: Mm mm-hmm.
1: Is it Chin or Shin? I never know. Munichin or Munichin?
2: I always get that. Just say too. it really fast. Nobody will notice. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. Um, everybody knows who I'm talking about by now, right? Um, now, so interesting, uh, you know, Munichin and. Paul, we're talking in a joint, you know, for, um, uh, you know, to Congress this week. Um, well, actually, it was the House Financial Services Committee, right? Um, so what are they saying? Well, um, you know, Mnuchin, you know, offered a more optimistic forecast on the economy, you know, saying he's expected a rebound in the second half of the year. Okay, Paul, um, it was a little less, um, upbeat you know and and his comment was we're we're in a strong position to recover um or oh, this is still munition he munition said we're in a strong position to recover because the Trump administration worked with Congress on bipartisan basis to pass you know legislation to provide liquidity to workers and markets in record time all right um we uh and and we will beginning to have conversations about supplemental relief legislation you know the 5th bill right mm-hmm. um and, you know, what that's going to be targeted to. Um, the uh, with millions of Americans still at work and many businesses still shuttered or seeking lower levels of activity, lawmakers have been discussing whether another round of physical support is needed. Right. And so, you know, that's what we're all waiting for. Right. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and that's what Paul has been saying, you know, that, um, you know, Paul has been saying he's not so sure that we're out of the woods yet. Mm-hmm. And you know that, and 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 a second, if a second wave of the virus also brings in a second wave of shutdowns, also brings in a second wave of um you know market volatility, you know a market right. declines, um, that could throw us right back where maybe you know again you need more fiscal support, we need more stimulus, Gary, right? So we'll kind of see how that goes. So um so a good jobs report, um. You know the but we also have got you know some issues with um, the virus still right
2: right um, although on good news I saw this week um, that there's three major companies I think Madeira Oxford University and Pfizer and then there was a few others that are really making progress on the vaccine so you have multiple um, companies working on this and then also, um they talked about a, br- a breakthrough on a treatment. Um I'm going to not it's a type of inexpensive commonly used steroid and I'm not going to try to say it It'd be it I think it dexamethasone maybe okay. um pronounced but it's shown to reduce the deaths from coronavirus um by a lot. They've done they actually did a large tri- trial on this drug and they said Um, cuts deaths by more than one-third among the critically ill that they've done it on um, on different stages. And they said this definitely will have a globally massive impact on the treatment of it. So there's things, I guess, in the works. They said it's a major breakthrough in helping with um, things. So they're still working on treatments. I have heard, the you know, different things with the vaccine, but... Um, And then I've heard different things where even though, obviously, the positive cases are going up, hospitalizations overall, I know in certain places are going up, but overall, so hopefully, we're, you know, this will be in the past. Although I did get a um, email from somebody and um, one of our our clients, and it was funny, it said, you know, that saying this too shall pass, but then it said like a kidney stone. (laughs) so you know it may be painful but it will pass
1: yeah it, yeah it, it, it. and I guess
2: that's the thing we need to remember is that we'll get through it hopefully better on the other and learn and well, the, well, the good thing I think from the positive I was talking to someone in our building mark and they said she really appreciates the focus on a couple of doctors I know the focus on people being careful about hand washing and proper etiquette with coughing that it's making people very aware of like hand washing for any infectious disease is a huge thing.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what that's what President Trump is saying. Speaking of the PP plan, Carrie, you know, um so the the one of the things that did get done this week is um, is that the extension of the paycheck protection plan, Carrie, mm-hmm. right? Remember that was supposed to the deadline to get your um, application in to to benefit from that plan supposedly was going to end at the end of June.
2: I thought the money was gone.
1: No, it wasn't. Okay. That's the whole point. There, there was still, um, there, there were still. They were saying, it, it, you know, probably 130 or more billion it, that in allocated funds that haven't been claimed yet. Wow. All right. So, um, just hours before that June 30th deadline. Congress you know pass an extension. Okay. Okay to August 8th. Um so you know if you are if you have not you know gone down that pathway yet, you have a small business and you know you need you know did go for that. Mhm. Um that's money that's out there. They've you know they you know remember the first round went terribly wrong.
2: Right, it ran out so fast and remember how many businesses got Hmm. Yeah, a whole lot. It was um, disproportionate maybe yeah, to the, the
1: big banks, some big kinda, ones. Yeah, you know, kind of the fee structure got, you know, then the second round went really well. So mm-hmm. the complaints stopped about the small companies getting, right. you know, serviced and, and getting their applications, uh, you know, processed and they and and they haven't run out of money yet. Hmm. So, and, and, you know, if you already got it, you can't go back and get more. So in other words, this money is waiting for those who haven't applied yet. Right. So, and, and it could, you know, if you're not sure if you can apply for it or your business, your self-employment business, your small company, your mom and pop, you know, store or whatever, get information on it. Um, You have now until August 8th. Um, Also. We got further relief, Carrie, on the RMD, now RMD, you know, issue this year, right, Carrie? Okay. So we've been spending a lot of time with our clients on this. We've talked about this a lot on the radio. So one of the things is that um, what Congress did is they uh, suspended or eliminated the required minimum distributions for 2020. Right. Whether it's your own IRA or an inherited IRA. Mm Mm-hmm. and whether it or 401k or any other qualified plan that you would normally have had to take a required minimum distribution in 2020. The idea being that um, as a break, you know, because we had that drop in the market, in the, you know, in, in March and they said, well, people would have to sell their stocks low in their IRAs. That's a bad thing to do. And then they would have to pay taxes on it. And, and then they're selling low. They, you know, and mm-hmm. so as a relief and, and, you know, Congress has done this before. In in economic recessions, you know, they they eliminate the required minimum for right, that I year. Think
2: they did it. I know one time in
1: 2008, 2009. Right. Yeah, they they in, in the Great Recession. So um, so the idea is um, but there are a lot of confusion because, you know, that was part of the CARES Act that wasn't signed into law until the end of March. So there are a lot of people in this country that had already started, already took out their RMD.
2: Right. Some people take it out in January because they need it for cash flow or they have systematic ones monthly.
1: And so, and the way they said you could get it back in was through a rollover. Normally you have a 60 day window to, if you took money out of an IRA to roll it back in, if you change your mind.
2: But if I did it in January and they didn't sign this till that 60 days are gone.
1: Right. So, so they they gave some relief, but we actually have even further relief because a lot of people were saying, "Yeah, but remember that that silly old sixty day rollover rule was one every year, right? Or twelve right. month period, three hundred sixty five day period." So the idea was, if you were on a systematic withdrawal, so you took out January and February and March before you the the before the government said you don't have to. Well, you had three distributions.
2: But I could only under the old law return or roll over one of those.
1: Right, And you had 60 days to do that. So um, we have some new guidance here. Okay. Um, So, okay. So, yeah, since we wrote the stimulus law enacted on March 27th, waived RMDs from IRAs and workplace retirement plans. Okay. um, All right. Here we go. People now have until August 31st. To return January through June payouts to their IRA or plans such as the 401k and treat the recontributed funds as a tax free rollover. Okay. IRS issues new guidance. It also waives the one rollover every 12 months trap for IRA owners who took an RMD monthly installments in 2020. Okay. So um, if you're still doing that, I mean, if you're, if, if you're saying, hey, I, I want to still do that. Okay, you now have until August, or if you do it after that, you still have the 60 days. Okay. All right. So just a little bit news about that. So there's a couple of tax briefs there. Um, now, one of the things is, if you, if you took withholding, in other words, if you were taking your RMD and you had taxes withheld, um, federal and or Ohio, mm. that can get tricky Okay. Yeah. Um. And so that's sometimes though. Know, if that's the case, you might need to, you know, coordinate this. You know, Carrie, the state planning team. We always say we're big on coordinated advisors. Right. Okay. Um. And and one of that being is that you know if you are if you if you did this uh, systematic withdrawal with withholding, and now you want to roll it back and and do a Roth conversion instead, you know, and yeah, mm, you
2: better keep a good paper trail, or
1: you better you know get make sure that in that case. The coordination of advisors you want is, you know, your IRA custodian. Now that could be your investment advisor mm-hmm. if you're using a professional, or if you're doing it yourself, it's whoever the custodian of your mm-hmm. IRA is. Get your CPA or your tax preparer involved, um, and you know, and also your financial planner.
2: Right, and those are things we do. And actually, since you men- mentioned Roth. There's a lot of people that we're looking because of the suspension of um, required minimum distributions, which applies also to inherited IRAs. Uh, many people are looking at a Roth this year, especially if they think their tax rates are going to go up in the future. Um, so we're looking for opportunities in every economic situation. And if you think that tax rates are going to go up in the future, um, you want to be as proactive about your financial life. Um, and focus on what we do for our client is getting the most net benefit, the net spendable dollars, and how to make sure that you're using every available strategy there. It, it, there is, whether you are, again, are working and thinking about when I can afford to retire or if you're already in retirement. And that's what we do with the estate planning team. And you can call for a free consultation. Remember, do, we're doing free consultations by phone or in person. There's no obligation We only recommend our services if you're someone who can benefit. We've been around more than 35 years, and Mark and I have been with the company almost 25 now. So we want people to want to be with us for a long time. Not only we don't talk about enough, we have the people come in hourly. Maybe they want to help with the specific issues. Other people come in and we help with the objective analysis Recommendations and whatever they decide, then it's going through the implementation process and the coordination of advisors to make sure things are correct. But then we have people come in with maintenance and making sure if they're on track and what opportunities there that exist and you can call the estate planning team for that free consultation at 440-239-2090 that's 440-239-2090 or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com the website has information on specials for consultations if you come in and decide to use our services you can listen to previous podcasts sign up for newsletters and much more and that's 440 239 2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com all right
1: so um so part of what uh treasury secretary Steven Mnuchin said uh in the, in his testimony and in, in the in the impromptu in in um press conference releasing the good job numbers you know he he's kind of said the white house uh is seriously considering a second stimulus payment mm mm-hmm. mhm okay um and so that you know, will that happen? Um, and there, and also, you know, again, the White House is also talking about payroll tax cuts. You know, we had the Nancy Pelosi, you know, Heroes Act, which they wanted a, another three trillion dollar package, right, Gary? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. Mm, I
2: don't um, think
1: so. Mitch McConnell, you know, one of the voices I say you got to listen to. You know he he's he threw out you know maybe a trillion, so uh, the, the maybe the street consensus is is that it's going to be about a, true, a two trillion dollar package, right? And the time frame is they'll probably try to get that done before the August recess. Um, that's why this, this jobs report was such an important key data point because, you know, the, the idea is you know do they need to extend. That six hundred dollar extra weekly unemployment benefit, right? So part of the you know the, the unemployment rate dropped considerably, you know, two, almost two percentage points, Carrie, too, right. you know, from thirteen to down to eleven. So you know, so we'll see. Um, but as as I said, seriously consider I. So you know, but a lot. What I was talking about in the show a couple of weeks ago is, you know, is it time to seriously consider that the Democrats uh, a new tax agenda may be in the works if Mm. they win the white house and the senate in november
2: and i think it'd be a hefty price tag attached to it as well
1: um so you know now um so when i asked that question you can always go back that was on our june 13th podcast show um cnbc actually you know answered my question oh did they wow on a june 25th article that they published
2: (laughs) were they listening
1: okay and then the title of the article was Wall Street Executives Brace for a Potential Biden Win as Trump Fades in Polls. Okay. So I'm just going to read a couple of excerpts from their article. Okay. Finance executives are now bracing for Joe Biden to potentially win the presidency as Trump slides in national swing state polls. Okay. Here's another soundbite: The preparation for a Biden presidency ranges from private Privately warning clients and affluent friends that their taxes will soon be going up. Okay. To veteran executives speaking to people linked to Biden out, um, you know, linked to Biden out, hopes that they can have access to the White House. Others are um, d- donating more to the Biden, you know, campaign. So some of the bigwigs, scaries are saying, I think I'm going to jump ship here. Because I want to, if Biden wins, I want to be on his good side. So I'm going to start, co- you know. Contrib- oh, because
2: he's really going to help you with your taxes.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> one lobbyist told CNBC that he estimates over 50% of his Wall Street clients are uh, convinced Biden is going to beat Trump.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. Um Another Republican political operative whose clients include financial investment firms and big tech companies said that in private meetings, finance executives are starting to believe Biden will overtake Trump. This operative also said that 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 they hope Biden will not raise corporate taxes until the economy stabilizes in the wake of the virus. Okay. Um, well,
2: remember, presidents can't raise taxes on their own, correct? So it may not be even if he gets in. Well,
1: we're getting to that, Carrie. Okay. Sigmund Global, a financial advisory firm led by former Evercore chair Charles Myers, have told clients that not only will Biden win, but the Senate is going to flip to the Democrats. The group has also been clear that it believes taxes across um, most industries are going up. Okay. The only hope is if Biden wins and GOP maintains the Senate carry, right? Um then they'll then the then the Republican backstop to prevent Biden from embracing more left-leaning economic policies. All right? Um For example, Biden has said he would raise corporate tax rates to 28% from 21%.
2: That's okay. a chunk.
1: Um also households making over 400,000 would also see tax increases. See see this is the thing, Carrie. See, when we say that the left or the, the Democratic Socialists are going to raise taxes. The question is, are they raising your taxes?
2: But I don't think you, I think with all the things and their hefty price tags, it's going to be all of our taxes or the majority of Americans taxes.
1: Uh, Biden's tax package would raise four trillion over 10 years. Um, Well, that's Some a scary market. thought. Go okay. make your
2: vote count.
1: Some <laughs> market analysts have noted that the recent slump in markets could be due to Biden pushing ahead of Trump in the polls. So this is again, this came out June 25th. So right. we, the market has been very volatile. Um, you know, now, you know, here's a quote from uh, a Trump spokesman, right? Tim uh, Mur- Murto. Joe Biden would be a disaster for the economy and everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. Higher taxes and the massive regulation of the Green New Deal would kill any chance of an economic recovery from the virus. Um, the Biden campaign didn't respond to requests for comment.
2: I, I'm waiting for the Biden Trump debate. Now that's a debate I'll watch because usually I don't. I watch the highlights.
1: When's the first <laughs> debate? I think it's scheduled for. I
2: can't wait to see that one. I think that'd be hilarious.
1: Um, is it?
2: They could social distance and still do the debate. Is it October? Is it that late? I thought. I know there's one. I'm just looking it up, Mark. October 15th? Hmm.
1: I think there's one September.
2: September 29th.
1: September 29th. I think that's the one, Carrie. I think that's uh, the it, first debate. You
2: know debate. what? Oh, yeah. I think I'd think i like to see that.
1: Um, well, you know, <laughs> it, it's interesting. So so what would a, 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 a new Democratic agenda like? Well, if Scary. they did, you know... Our 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 buddy, you know, Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin, I think, is gone. So you know who's the leading candidate that the the be Biden's Treasury Secretary?
2: AOC. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> Elizabeth I
1: Warren, Carrie. Ugh. See, you know, can you imagine what a change from Munition to Elizabeth Warren as Treasury Secretary? Yeah. You know, because, you know, she's out of the VP, you know, right. running, right? Because she's, I guess she's the wrong color, right? Right. She's the right Which, gender, just the wrong don't color. But do we want
2: equality no matter what no, gender? Ca- yeah. ca-
1: carry, it's a, no. It's,
2: I'm just saying if you want everybody equal, I'm all for equal footing.
1: Well, apparently it's not equal enough because right. she's out, I think, for right. you know When when will they announce the VP candidates, Gary?
2: I, I'm thinking soon.
1: L- let's want to have a little burrito bet on when uh, Joe Biden will announce his VP candidate. All right. Okay well, okay. well, do you think it'll be before, well, it missed the July 4th recess, right? Right. So do you think it'll be before the August recess? No, so nah, I'm thinking They're going August 10th to September 7th. They're gone.
2: That's Gary. ridiculous. They work so little. I think we, uh, I just think they should be. um,
1: Well, you know, they come back after Labor Day. But
2: they barely work. I mean, we have a lot going on in this country and they get paid well. And I don't know how they're all multimillionaires because based on.
1: So do you think we'll have (laughs) Joe Biden's vice president candidate announced before Labor Day?
2: I'd say after Labor Day. How about the convention? Because some people I know they've talked about have fallen through.
1: So we got a conven. They have a democratic convention, right? Is that
2: going to happen because of social distancing, or is it going to be well, contingent on it's COVID? It's going to
1: be a Zoom convention, <laughs> right? But, which um, kind of I think I don't know, but I, that I think that's scheduled for August seventeenth. All right. So that's really they. He has to announce by then, he has right? To I okay, would so guess. so it's the over under on the days before the convention okay. that he announces. That's our burrito
2: back. All right, here. I'm saying like a couple days before.
1: You're very good, Carrie. So if we go back to when did Trump. So Trump announced Mike Pence on um, July fifteenth, three days before the July eighteenth. You know that was the yeah, okay, convention here in Cleveland. Okay, so he did it three days before. How about Obama? When Obama originally uh, announced Joe Biden, in, two
2: days in, in, before.
1: Very good, Carrie. Yeah, two I'm days guessing. before. You you're all over this. <laughs> um, so so do you think Biden will go up to two days before? I think he's going to go a bit earlier. Okay. I'm gonna say August by August 14th. Okay. So you're gonna take my burrito bet. You yep. think it's after that? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's our burrito bet. Um,
2: I don't know. This is just such a strange time.
1: Um, now, so and then, uh, yeah, and then and then of course the mask. So President Trump did say he was going to, or did he hint that he's going to start wearing the mask?
2: I don't maybe. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't. Well, he it. said
1: something about, you know, he said, remember he said something about that he tried on the black mask and it looked good and he he, <laughs> he said he looked like the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Pence kind of reminds me of Tonto, doesn't yeah. he, Kirk? But do you remember the Lone Ranger? You probably don't remember the Lone Ranger. Yeah. To, you know, all right. It was kind of an obscure, you know, comment, you mm-hmm. know, because the Lone Ranger today with Tonto, the side, it's kind of like a weird, I don't know. I don't know why Trump threw that out. Mm, that's but, what
2: he felt, I guess, at the moment. Um,
1: all right. So, all right. So, Gary. so, so what are we talking about? So, you know, how would you, you know, is, is that part of your next financial plan? Are you thinking that, do I need to seriously consider um, what the, what the future tax laws, you know, direction is going to be? if joe biden wins and the democrats regain control of the senate um now i i think it's i don't think that's going to happen um i don't think both those things are going to happen um and until they do i don't mm-hmm. think you necessarily need to start changing your plan yet
2: but um, you may want to change your plan for other reasons like Maybe your industry or where we've had people come in and we've talked about on the show, their industry, they're worried or they're sometimes people are hoping for a buyout. We know that many companies are offering buyouts to people that are getting closer to retirement um, and making changes with companies or sometimes people's industry. They'd like to keep working for a few years, but the reality is they're not sure they're going to have a job by the end of the year. So it's building a plan based on. The more conservative assumption assuming they won't have that higher level job and then do they have to go back to work based on their spending or how do they need to maybe cut discretionary spending if they're not interested in going back to work where some people are interested in going back to work maybe they just want to work part-time and do something else so having that plan can tell them how much do they have to earn over how many years to still accomplish their financial goals Or for some people, it's more about spending and spending can be, you know, the home maintenance, the travel, which is kind of off the books right now, but doesn't mean it won't come back. Um, It could be gifting or helping the kids. It could be gifts out of um, need. And sometimes spending can be maybe you're tired of doing the things around the house. Whether it's somebody cleaning or doing the lawn care or whatever that is. Um, you know, you've worked hard all those years. You want to have a retirement. Um, one, you want to make sure that you're okay and have those health care expenses built in. And by the way, we use as a, a default 5% inflation on health care, which is different. Some people want to use less, some people want to be use more. It's your plan. But those are things that we help people is give clarity and then how how to make those adjustments and having those financial models. Like Mark said, we can run multiple scenarios of what if and it's planning for the worst. So, you know how you need to adjust and still hoping for the best. And we offer a free consultation we are a member. Um, remember, we are fee based Ohio registered fiduciary planners, and we've been around 35 years in the greater Cleveland area. And we offer that free consultation by phone or in person. And if you'd like to take advantage of that, you can call the estate planning team at 440 239 2090. That's 440 239 2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com, and you're listening to Carrie Waddell and Mark Donnelly this morning.
1: Yeah, and so if if you were going to build a Plan R, uh, a RONA plan, what typical assumption changes would you maybe be thinking of mixing up, all right, from your Plan A? Well, We've so we've been talking about this. You can always go back and listen to the podcast. Um, you can get get those on our website, but you know financialfoodforthought dot com. But all right, so one would be, um, if you know, if, if you are working and have a four hundred one k, and your company was matching your contributions. Up to a certain percentage, and, and you were banking on that as part of your building your nest egg because you plan on retiring in 10 years or what have you. And you're saying, I'm at a point where I can max out or I can get as much into that 401k before I retire. And then I certainly contribute enough to get the free match carry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's hard to beat 100% return, right? For free. Right. Um, uh, so, but maybe that match is going away in mm-hmm. an extended you know, downturn. Okay. Many companies have already announced that they are, you know, reducing or eliminating.
2: Or maybe you're more comfortable building the plan that you don't get the match. That's my point. Right. But I'm saying you don't get it at all for the whole time. And then if you get it, it's gravy.
1: Right. Or when they re, you know, because remember the idea of a plan r is just to give you a worst case scenario it's not saying that you you say that becomes your plan a mm-hmm. it's just what if that happens does that change my retirement date in that example you know would, would i could i still retire and my plan of retirement date if i get zero match on my contributions
2: mm-hmm. And people do that with a lot of different scenarios. Maybe I've gotten a bonus every year from my company, but let's assume no a abo- no bonus going or cost forward. of
1: living increase and in a zero interest no raises rate
2: world. for ten years.
1: Okay. Um, another one, um, you know, if you're already, re- already retired mm-hmm. um, and you're getting a pension, whether it be a private, not too many of those left. More often in today's case is a public pension. You don't think the public pensions have a little bit of problem with this uh, economic downturn?
2: Yeah, you think? Didn't didn't the public pensions have a problem before, Mark?
1: Yeah, um, and it got a lot worse in the pandemic mm-hmm. shutdown. Um, so you know, the idea is, what would you know? Now I'm not saying your pension is going to zero, right? But if you're, and I'm not saying you change your plan A to assume that the pension is going away. It's just your plan R may be saying, well, what happens if they only pay me, you know, fifty cents or seventy five cents on the dollar of my pension? Mm -hmm. What would would that have a material effect? If that, you know, if if I'm if I've got twenty more years of retirement planned or life planned, I guess Mm -hmm. at that point. And saying, you know, my plan A was working, assuming I was getting 100% of my pension. By the way, would my plan still work, meaning I'm not running out of money before life, if I'm only getting 75 cents on the dollar? You could do the same thing, Carrie, with Social Security. Right. Right. You know, because, you know, if if you're getting Social Security right now, when you get those, you know, uh, annual new benefit statements, they're always, you know, Social Security trustees are always telling you, hey, the money's running out. Mm-hmm. And if Congress doesn't do something, right, we'll, we're not going to be able to pay out.
2: But do you think Congress is going to do something with Social Security benefits? I think they would. I mean, they want your vote. It's all about getting okay, so they're not going to let that go awry.
1: Right. But I'm just saying, if 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 you believe, if you believe that mm-hmm. there's going to be a 35 percent cut in Social Security benefits in twenty in you know in in your retirement window, right? right um you could tell the robot to assume that Mm. Hmm. that's you know the robot's not going to tell you i'm you know the robot will do whatever you tell it to do sometimes though the robot just forgets to ask you if you want to do that
2: right just defaults you
1: know so you know so so you you would have to tell the robot hey let's run an alternative plan but now only assume that I get 65% of my projected Social Security. I want to know if I'm still okay then. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, we've talked a lot about this show years ago. We started talking about should you be building your plan R when we were saying recession. In other words, do have you modeled in the next economic downturn? Well, don't look now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's here. Right. Um, but do you, are you, you know, do you think this could be a W-shaped recovery where we may uh, be not through the woods yet or, or an extended uh, U-shaped recovery? Um, you know, or are you still now in, in saying it's a V-shaped and by the end of this year, by the third quarter, this it's just going to, we're on the way up. Well, that may be your plan A, right? but again, just for fun, you might want to build a plan R that says, well, what if it doesn't, what if it is a U or a W, mm-hmm. okay? Um, would I need, would that, you know, change?
2: And for some people, even Mark, when you're talking about that and long-term rate, I mean, even though we don't do the investments we've talked about, some people can do all the spending they want to, they're still not running out of money before life expectancy, or even to age 100, And then we're looking at based on, you know, say at a 4%, they're still can do all the things they want to. Then we run it at a 3% growth rate and they're still. So in that case, why would they take on more risk than necessary to be okay? Because everybody feels different about their money. I mean, everybody, universal, regardless of your estate size, whether you have a few hundred thousand or multi million, you know, don't want to run out of money because the spending level is different, the obligations. But it's some people want to get to life expectancy and have a, you know, a, a comfortable pile of money. Maybe it's for long term care or whatever. Other people want to spend last dollar, last day. You know in their 90s 100 so it you know it's modeling these things in and making sure that you're not taking on more risk than you need to because in a worst case scenario if you're going to be okay isn't that a great peace of mind place to be and if you're not you need to know how to adjust and that's what we do at the estate planning team we're playing fireworks
1: we've got a f- few minutes left yeah are we gonna see any fireworks
2: I don't think, yeah, I'm gonna miss that too. My tattoos and fireworks. This is, like I said, the first one in 20 years.
1: Well, you know, if if you're gonna do the backyard fireworks, please be careful. Oh
2: no, you know, you know. Well, my husband used to work in the ER, and he's like, uh, the amount of people when he would work July 4th that would come in with injuries. Yeah. Well, yeah. He was even afraid when my kids were little to do sparklers. He had to wait till they got older because kids would get burned or.
1: Well, they said this year it's off the charts. There's oh, yeah. already there's already been multiple reported deaths.
2: Oh, I've heard fireworks last weekend in my neighborhood. Now we do have a neighborhood. I'm hoping they do it. Uh, usually the the day before July 4th, they have a neighborhood. They block off their street. So my younger one, Logan, and I go and we'll, we'll sit on the side street. So maybe if they do that, I'll go drive down the side seat. <laughs> All right.
1: So they're, and also they're saying that um, the police departments are reporting so many nuisance calls because of the loud fireworks yeah. going off. Poor pets! Um, I know
2: I keep my dogs inside because the oh, yeah. they get rattled by that.
1: Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it, it, and they're, they're just saying fireworks rattle folks across the country, um, and there's, there's just there's been so many injuries. Um, and they're saying, it, you know, people are just it's they're just pent up, you right. know, they, they, you know, they, they, they you know, they, it's the revenge spending. They're just they have nothing to spend money on. Right. So they're just going out and buying, you know, uh, the, the, these fireworks. Right. And they're going to their backyard. And, Liquor and, and
2: fireworks. Not a good combination. Oh. Or be safe, you know.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. And keep your dogs.
2: Yeah. I know my dogs stay in the house or it's yeah, quick, quick outside trips. Or I try to get them out before it gets dark because...
1: All right. So if we'll keep talking about, you know, does it make financial sense to build your plan R? And we're certainly doing that for our clients. Um, and I would say about, I mean, most of our clients, carry already had the economic downturn built into their model Prior to the um, coronavirus, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we, because it was the longest bull run in market history. It was the longest U.S. expansion. It could, you know, everyone knew it, it wasn't going to last forever. Right. Even when many people were saying no recession in sight, we were saying, well. It,
2: well, then COVID came, so. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> and, you know, now. But another one, too, is, um, you know, which will I'll pick up on, you know, next week's show as well is. You know what about you know your sixty forty portfolio? So the sixty forty allocation, sixty percent growth, forty percent fixed, has been a very popular investment allocation. Mm-hmm. But um, here's just you know here's some you know. But they're saying in, in a in a slow growth, low interest rate world, I don't know if the sixty forty is going to give you a return over the next ten years that it's done since its inception over the last forty years. Okay. So you know, headlines like you know, is the eighty twenty the new sixty forty? Meaning what you were saying before, eighty <laughs> percent. You know, do, do you, no, no, the idea that oh, do you need to get what your sixty forty used to give you oh, as a rate you of have return? To put 80% you gotta go eighty percent equity, and, uh. and you know. Um, you know, uh, you know why your portfolio might need more stocks. You know? uh, that wouldn't um, give me
2: peace of mind. Bank of, America,
1: Bank of America declares the end of the sixty forty standard portfolio. Um, the 60-40 investment portfolio should expand its borders. Should you change?
2: Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com and have a happy July 4th weekend.